welcome to, I guess I want to say episode 15, season 2 of the S. Dot Experience Podcast. This is your girl S. Dot, and when I say I have been MIA, I last recorded a podcast um, snippet in July telling you guys that I've been crazy busy. I've gotten into so much stuff that I didn't uh, do, that I haven't been able to podcast. And that has been true. And also, I just haven't been feeling it. Like, I don't know, for you non-podcasters, y'all might not know, it takes a certain energy, a certain mood, it takes a certain level of it just takes a, a mindset to be able to podcast and to be authentic and i don't i know i didn't want to rush the podcast i didn't want to podcast just because i quote unquote needed to i wanted to come from a place of genuineness um i didn't want it to feel forced or sound forced because the previous 60, 70 plus podcast episodes I've been recording for the past couple of years have just been natural um, because I'm always pumped to be in a studio. I love talking to people. I love talking about music. I love talking about entrepreneurship. I love talking about a, a vast range of topics and I was just at a point where it's like, damn, I got so much going on right now. I don't feel like just talking. I just feel like doing. I have been in a place where I was really utilizing the saying, actions speak louder than words. Um, Man, I have done so much, y'all. COVID has shifted the fuck out of me and my business model um I really took this time away from podcasting to really just be present in what I need to do with my brand and my business and I have gotten so much done and I have still so much more to accomplish I just got a lot of shit on my plate and it's a blessing because I put myself in this position to have you know these different things on my plate and growing my brand and the different and the different uh things that I'm offering under my umbrella has been such a blessing um how dare I even complain but sometimes I feel like I bite off more than I can chew because I am such a doer. I want to do this. I want to do that. Oh, I should add this to this. Or, oh, it's like I'm adding on shit and I still haven't even completed the things I had set out to execute prior to the shit I'm adding on. So, um, that's where I am now. Um, it's September, y'all. We have made it through like what six, seven months of COVID. How are y'all doing? Like, how are y'all feeling? Or 
how like how's work life if you work a nine to five are y'all out here like still going into work from home still like what what is going on i want to know um i know a lot of people who have been furloughed or are just laid off or just um have been working from home and I know it's been affecting people differently and especially if you have children. So the whole virtual learning, it, I, my heart goes out to the parents who have to juggle between work and virtual learning because that is a lot. I can only imagine. Um, if y'all don't know, I used to be a teacher over 10 years ago and I couldn't imagine taking everything that I did at school for the little ones and like doing it from home, especially if they're still small and, you know, they're still developing socially and, you know, it's a lot of hands on things that, that are a part of being a teacher And if you're doing virtual learning, you know, kids don't get that same type of interaction. So I know that can be tough. So my heart goes out to everybody that's at home, all the parents who have become teachers overnight and have transferred their their living rooms and their dining rooms into complete makeshift uh, learning centers and classrooms. I know that could be hard. Um but keep going. Um I I just pray that COVID is over soon and we return to some type of new normal. Um I don't know what it's gonna look like. I have no idea what our new normal is. Um I have been seeing people travel a lot more. Um and I I traveled a little bit, not much at all. I went to Chicago a little a little under a month ago and I had a really good time. We stayed in, I cooked, we hung out with a really uh, awesome group of girls. It was it was so fun. I loved it. I love that COVID has kind of challenged people to actually be in like you know in cahoots with their friends in a way that they probably haven't been prior um that's almost kind of like my girls nights that I have I make it really intimate and make make sure that we're in a close proximity to one another and we're very interactive um and I kind of feel like COVID has done that as well as isolated um, people. So I don't know. How have y'all been doing? Like, how have you guys been interacting during COVID? Have you been seeing family members? Have you, have you just kept a virtual connection? Just calling on the phone? Like what have y'all been doing to stay connected? Um, during COVID, um, I've been, doing intimate gatherings and I've also been very communicative virtually or email or text 
uh, but I ain't gonna lie in the beginning, y'all. I was nervous. <laughs> like, COVID had me hella shooketh. I'm like, okay, do I go outside? Do I not go outside? Ooh, should I go over there? Ooh, I don't know. Like, you know what you've been doing, but you don't know what other people been doing. So, it was just, it was overly nerve-wracking in the beginning. But now that everyone has had multiple time, uh, and well, ample time to, like, kind of settle and figure out how to work their way around certain things, I feel like um, it's been easier to maneuver. Um but um yeah um i'm excited to get out and travel i really want to do some stuff um there's so much i want to do there's so much i have done there's so much i still want to do um in regards to just me traveling if you know me you know that i travel heavy and i i'm used to traveling a lot more than i have been as an a new entrepreneur and since it's been since COVID has been here. So <clears throat> those adjustments are ugh, annoying. But um, on the flip side of doing things that I love to do um, for my self-care and just pleasure. On the business side, yeah, I've been super busy. Um, in April, I started a clothing line. Um the Estat Experience clothing line. I was excited about and kind of nervous about starting. Um, I think Free sent me a link from Wendy O'Day, if I'm getting her name right. She's from... Shit, I forgot what she does. But it's some, it's some older white woman who's in the hip-hop community. She had made a post that Shopify was giving three months free um during covid to start a business i'm like three months free what let me see what type of business i can start on shopify so i went to shopify i i literally registered i set up an account and then i decided like okay what am i gonna sell now i wanted to do something that that rang true to who i was as a person who i am as a person um, something I was super passionate about. I wanted it to be authentic and genuine. I, I definitely wanted it to be something that you can see and you can relate back to me. So I came up with a super um, expressive line of t-shirts. And when I say super expressive, I mean super expressive um, all things black, black empowerment, black entrepreneurship, um, just, just self love, um, self love of melanin, um, any and everything and all things black. Like I was like on some, yo, I'm black as fuck, and you either like it or you don't. That was my whole mood and my vibe <clears throat> because you guys know as black people in this country, we are all, we have always been mistreated or looked down on and frowned upon and, you know, made fun of for our hairstyles and certain work environments, especially if you work for corporate America, honey, 
I know they be trying to tell you how to do your hair, how you should wear your hair, what's this or what's that. Basically, not allowing you to be your true self or allow you to be expressive in your heritage and your culture. And it's so, so annoying. So I wanted a place where I celebrated those things, um, celebrated those amazing qualities of black people, the richness of our skin, uh, how successful we have been in opening black businesses. I wanted to honor entrepreneurship. I wanted to honor mompreneurs. I wanted to honor black men and black women um, with shirts that really speak to us as a whole. Um, I have my clothing line separated by five collections, um, and each collection kind of have a different vibe, but it's still all things very much black. Um, my black collection has been my most popular so far because it's all things black. I'm online right now looking at it like, oh, I need to order some more stuff. Um, I love, love, love my black collection because... If you notice, if you have a chance, go to the s.experience.myshopify.com and just kind of look through uh, my collections and read the brief little bio I have. Um, I love using my my background in African-American studies to kind of like give little tidbits on, you know, black people in our community and our what we've done and the successes we've acquired over time. So make sure if you go to the website, you kind of read the little overview because I dedicated a lot of time to write in the overview um, black people and, you know, our great accomplishments and our successes that I feel like kind of go overlooked or just don't get talked about as much. Um, if you guys know, black people are like (laughs) the kings and queens of ingenuity and innovation. So I wanted to just really shed light on, you know, some African-American innovators and what we have done then and how we are like, you know, the backbone of this country. So check out the website. There's a five collections. I have a lot of information on blacks and our successes in my Black Ingenuity University collection. I have a lot of um, outspoken, very expressive t-shirts and sweaters and hats in the black collection. And then I have a black girl in nude collection um, that I'm kind of reworking. So I still have some cute little pieces in there. Um... But I really want to rework that as well as rework the rest of the uh, site so I can get ready for the fall. Um, So that's what I've been doing um, in regards to the store site. Um, I've been doing quite well since April. Uh, I, I set the nerve of me to open a business in the middle of COVID, but honey, the the economy is still being fueled. And everybody is not furloughed or laid off. I had to make sure my mindset was bigger than, you know, my, my, my vision with in front of, 
that's in front of me. Um, I remember when I used to work in sales at Nordstrom, they used to say, don't think with your pockets. You got to think bigger than that. Because once you think bigger than what you may or may or may not have, you open yourself to more possibilities of, <clears throat> of having more than what you think that you can acquire, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I ain't thinking with my pockets because sometimes my pockets be sitting kind of low. And if I think with my pockets, I ain't going to be getting nothing. So <laughs> I think that's important to uh, have a really open mindset and to just go for it. So my mindset has been to just go for it basically since 2018 when I left my job and, you know, I started podcasting then and, and then kind of just, you know, I went to LLC'd my my company and been working towards any everything underneath that brand since then, underneath the umbrella since then. Because of my go for it attitude, I didn't care what was going on or what wasn't going on. I kept my focus and my tunnel vision on what I wanted to do. And and that's what I've been doing since. So on to the next. Um, if you guys remember last summer, I had my first food tasting and in that food tasting, I, um, I put together a five course menu all from scratch. I cooked everything by myself. I had a couple of lovely assistants to help me cater to my, um, my, um, my customers who who purchased tickets to this event and I had my first food tasting. It was really, really successful, but I undercharged, I overworked, I went into the negative trying to keep this up. Lord, it was the most, um, but it was such a learning experience and it was something I needed to experience so that I can make sure that going forward, I would be more mindful of so many things that go into to cooking for people. <clears throat> and at that time, I was uh, doing and completing my my Harvard cooking and physics class. So that really gave me the boost out I needed to to actually put myself out there and say, hey, cooking is a talent that I've had. And that I've been having since I was a teen. And this is something I can actually put underneath my my brand's umbrella. And use this as another another part of my career. So from then, um, what have I done? I've had a couple events. Uh, Well, last year I had so many events. But... uh, at the top of the year, I had my first f- my first sampling with other chefs highlighting other cooks in St. Louis. And from then on, I was thinking like, you know what? I can really get into this. But then COVID happened and the other events that I had scheduled for the year, they didn't fall. Th- they fell through. But, you know, that's life. That's what I've been trying to work on. That's what I've been working on, reworking. What? How can I still cook and how can I still have my name out there 
without having these events that they kind of like axed. Like nobody can really have events. Um, in the capacity in which we're used to because of COVID anyway. Because, honey, people still going to the club and some more shit. But when it comes to food and, and you know, that's, I, I don't know. It's so many health and safety uh, precautions you have to take with food. And then you have to add on COVID on top of that. So I try to make sure I want I do things in like, either small groups even when i'm catering that that i'm about to get to the catering uh it just i don't know i just have to be health conscious i can't be out here wilding out people been at the club kicking it chilling and i would love to cook and be in events like i was prior to covid but um i gotta keep in mind it's covid and everybody's self safety Is my first priority. So that takes me to what I started. So someone was just like, I can't remember who said it. Um, I think it might have been my friend Lauren uh, and someone else may have mentioned it to me. You should do to-go orders. And I was just like, ah, to-go orders. I guess I could. Family size pans, um, single orders. Whatever I wanted to incorporate into that, I should just go for it. So I was just like, it won't hurt to try. So I did maybe, I think I've cooked three or four times for to-go orders since then. And I've catered um, a few events since then as well. And when I say since then, I mean just within the last two months, I've been busy cooking. And it has gone considerably well because one thing i do know no matter where you at or what you're doing you're gonna have to eat (laughs) so um i definitely been working on the catering part of my umbrella my brand's umbrella um because there's good money in catering and people just need to eat and i love to cook and i love to introduce you know different meals uh, different menu options that people may have not even considered. Uh, I just, I don't know. I think cooking may be therapeutic for me um, because I put on a good playlist and my playlist always depends on what I'm cooking. Um, So it's a vibe. It's a whole groove. I, I love it. Um, now it's a lot of work and I have had some gripes within the process. You know, I just feel like people, I really feel like people kind of downplay the work that is put in when you are catering to someone. Like just the word cater means to serve you. And if you are a server or a person that loves to give and take care of somebody, Like I am, I put 120% in everything. So I don't know. I just feel like sometimes um, with the whole process, people don't take in consideration all the time and the hours it actually takes to be able to make sure you have the day that you want for your event. Um, For example, if someone asks, asks me to cater an event, um, 
like a month prior, don't think the only day I'm working on your event is the day of because I have to prep and plan and then I do have a life outside of that. So um, there's a lot of things that I have going on. But when it comes to you and your event and something that you pay for, you're going to get 120% out of me. And I I can, I'm sure other, you know, cooks and chefs can attest to that as well. Like it is a process. I put in a lot of hours to make sure that the person I'm person or persons I'm catering for have everything that they want. Um, I make sure the food is cooked the day of, I don't do anything last minute. There's a lot of prep and, and that goes to and preparing the food. Um, just making sure everything is exactly how you want it to be. Cause I handle you in the same care that I will handle myself in and my good friends that I cook for. Uh, it's a job. So be good to your chefs. The local cooks and caters, guys, because it's a it's a it's a job. It's a lot of work, and I'm I'm new in this, and I've been cooking all my life, but I haven't been cooking for other people all my life. So it's still a lot that I'm learning as well. But be good to your local cooks and caters and chefs because it's a job, baby. And I definitely don't have a team. It is just me, um, in the kitchen. So. Yes, if you get quoted price, believe me, you could be getting quoted a whole lot more because we probably are giving you way more work than you can probably imagine. Um, so yeah, so that's what I've been doing with catering. Um, <clears throat> where else have I been doing? Also, about a month and a half ago, I decided that I wanted to teach some classes. I'm like, I love music. I love black cinema. And I wanted to figure out a way to incorporate that into a class. So if you guys don't know, I have um, a degree in African-American studies. I was certified. I'm certified to teach in African-American studies. And I wanted to do something that will allow me to teach, but not make it so, uh, so formal or I want it to be really informal, but I still want it to be super knowledgeable. I wanted an open forum. I wanted to, to break down a lot of different things within the black community or issues within the black community that I feel like have been taught, have been wrapped about, written down about, but not really talked about amongst peers in the culture. <clears throat> if you guys know, my podcast started off as a, a music podcast. Um, I love hip hop. I love music. And I always rated like um videos singles that drop albums that drop we would always talk about who was the hottest top five so on and so forth but I never really got into songs that aren't 
as easygoing or, you know, fun, fun and upbeat. I wanted to get into some, some music that was a little darker. So I decided to teach two classes this fall. One is decoding rap lyrics from 1995 to the year 2000 and its relevance today. And the other class um, is going to be depictions of black people in cinema um, from 1975 to uh, 1995. And I, I chose these time, these time blocks for a reason, because <clears throat> I really wanted people to see how we grew up, if you're like an 80s baby or even a 90s baby, pr- pretty much 80s baby, how we grew up with, and, you know, the social climate of the, the country and all these different things that were happening in the black community was a reflection of music. But when it came to your social economic status, when it came to depression, suicidal thoughts, um, and all these different social constructs within the black community, I feel like it was wrapped about in certain songs, but because it was poetically done in a way, in such a way that it kind of went over your head especially growing up on this music. So this is kind of like me wanting to revisit the music that um, I grew, we grew up on in a way that will let us decode and kind of break down what was being discussed um, and how those, those types of issues that were wrapped about in a way of survival um and not in a way of getting help are so relevant today still um so i have a syllabus on the decoding uh rap lyrics that i'm going to be dropping soon and i'm going to publish that on my social media and then on my website and i'm going to hold these classes via zoom so if you know any hip-hop heads out there um let them know this might be something they're interested in classes um will be once or twice a week for a month so each class is going to be once or twice a week i haven't decided um if i wanted to do once a week or twice a week for a month but i do know it's just going to be a duration of four weeks and the classes are only going to be ten dollars i'm only charging ten dollars um and all you need is the access to the internet and you are good to go. And I really want this to be an informal learning uh, platform that will definitely allow you to be vocal and expressive in a safe place about these rap lyrics. Um, and there are some pretty heavy lyrics um, for example, I chose the song Suicidal Thoughts off of Biggie's 1994 Ready to Die album. And that song is wild. It really talked about that whole album just talked about, 
you know, how it, how it was being a black man in that time. And it ain't much that has changed y'all since then. And that was in 94. It's so wild. Um, I do know we've become more aware, especially about black mental health in the black community. But, um, it's just crazy to me that, you know, so much stuff is not still being discussed because of, you know, how some of us were raised. And I'm going to get into all that within the class, but I just wanted to give you guys a brief little overview about what I was doing in regards to that. And I think that might be it. Um... You might be caught up on the 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 life of Sean during COVID. <laughs> I think that might have caught you up. Um, hey, I, I just really wanted to make sure when I podcast, it was you know a place of genuineness and a place of just really letting you guys know, like, yo, this is what's going on. This ain't what's been going on. Um, it's been a still a grind. It's been still a grind, but I've been moving and grooving and I'm all right. And I had to decide if I was even going to steal podcast. So, um, I've been podcasting for two years come next month. I'm coming up with my two, my two year anniversary. And I just really wanted to make sure I kind of had something to talk about that I wanted to talk about that I wanted to share. Um, I still love music. I'm still a big hip hop fan, but it's so much in regards to that, that content that I used to put out that I haven't been aligned with lately because of COVID. I've been really grinding y'all. A lot of stuff that I, I used to do as pastime or for fun has got put on the back burner because I had to go into like survival mode and I also had to go into I had to switch into a mindset that was going to allow me to um really be able to thrive um during this time uh cuz it has been tough. I have had major um uh, ups and major downs as well but um yeah I feel like I didn't even introduce did I introduce I can't remember (laughs) I just felt it in my heart and I think my girl Lauren might have said on um on my status when when I posted to podcast or to not podcast she's so sweet she was just like yes because your voice is needed and I said it just had to feel right and I think she said something about when the time is right and I just felt like the time was right because I didn't feel forced I was just like there's nothing to try to force everything that I said has been something that you know I've been thinking about or sitting on for a while and it was just one of those moments where it's just time to get it out. So I am glad that I did get it out. And I did let you guys know, you know, what's been going on with me. Um, and my plans to podcast more in the future. Ah, uh, man, I just got so much going on, man. 
Um, I think I'm about adding virtual cooking classes to my my plate. Woo! I need to just figure it all out. I'm at a point where I got so much going on. I need to sit down and figure it the F out so I can have a clear cut uh, view of what it is I want to do. And then I need to focus on time management so that I can execute these things in a timely manner. Or I need to figure out what do I want to take out of the equation um, so I won't have so much on my plate. So that's where I am right now, working and deciding what I want to keep, what I want to throw away, and what is going to be more important um, moving forward in the future. So, oh, and also... Shout out to my cousin David, who used to who used to be my co-host. He moved to Chicago, and um, he just out there doing his thing. I'm so proud of him and excited for him. Um, so this might be a one woman show. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if I'm looking for another co-host or anything at this point, and. Um, I think that might be it, child. Look at me. I done got through an episode. Um, so guys, if you want to keep up with me, please, please, please make sure that you visit me in my podcast, um, which is on iHeart, SoundCloud, iTunes, um, anywhere you can catch a podcast. Um, I will be dropping a new episode soon. I'm not going to say a date because I be getting myself stuck with these dates and then I'll be falling off into something else. So I'll be podcasting soon, but feel free to revisit any of the past podcasts, um, on those platforms that I mentioned. If you have any inquiries about anything in regards to me cooking uh catering virtual cooking classes if you're interested please hit me up at the s.experience.com under the contact tab or you can email me at the s.experience at gmail.com um if you got some stuff going on and you want to be on a podcast email me at the s at the s at gmail.com let me know um i love still talking to new entrepreneurs old entrepreneurs people who have you know new fresh ideas people who are doing things in the community i still love doing that so if you want something that you you, you want other people to hear hit me up so we can make that happen um Oh, also follow my store site. If you haven't had a chance, go check me out at the s.experience.myshopify.com. Um, be looking out for that syllabus that's going to have uh, the class details coming up for the fall. And when I mean fall, I mean uh, next month. Next month is when I plan to start teaching. If you're following me on Facebook, uh I'll have it there. Uh, my I, I, my guest list full on Facebook, so I can't add nobody else. But I will also create a Facebook 
page that will kind of detail um, the the class um, information. And on IG at the S dot experience LLC, I'll have information on there as well. Do I have anything else? I don't know. I don't think so. It feels amazing outside. It's Friday. It is freaking hoodie season. And don't forget to go to the s.experience.myshopify.com because I got some fire melanin hoodies. I have some sweatshirts and I just added um, new merchandise as well. So yeah, go check me out. Get your fall wardrobe together. Um, Thank you so much for listening to me, Vent. (laughs) Just talk. And thank you so much for being patient with me. Um... I just am so appreciative of all the love and all the support all the time. This your girl is Dot. Be safe. Be blessed this day and every day. I am out.